With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, guys. Welcome back to the good old Blast and Cast podcast with myself, Theo Tolliver. And Stefan Kolbachin. And yeah, this is episode, I don't know, episode, I think, 17. Yeah, we're up there somewhere. Somewhere. I don't know. It's been a good long haul. Yeah, it's been a long fun. haul. It's, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been kind of going along just we just keep knocking them out a little bit no a little bit of delays here and there but yeah life happens anyways so uh this podcast is tinted by a word of mouth window tent by vaughn davis uh recently vaughn hooked up uh my wife's new 2020 nissan altima with some fresh tint and uh, he did an excellent job um he does it right out of his garage he had, it's yeah if you pull to his garage or back of his house professionally everything's in there nice and neat clean environment and a super cool guy i was actually waiting for my, waiting for my wife to pick me up while i was doing my work and he was explaining to me how the window tint was working i was watching him work because i had actually never seen somebody actually tint a window before and i was just kind of curious I was watching how he was doing and he's super super professional about it um yeah and i can't say um anything bad he's just a, did a really good job so if you guys are out there looking for window tint Definitely hit up Vaughn at uh, Word of Mouth Windowton. You guys hit him up on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, super cool guy. So, And, like always, uh, this podcast is powered by my Ice Hole Power Box here. It's plugged in, always ready to go. And, yeah, definitely it's turned into a year-round piece of equipment for me. I uh, normally first started off just going to use it for ice fishing, but it turned out to use it for camping. It turned out to use it for cleaning the house when I play my music charge phones randomly in a car i mean yeah it's an all-around good place uh, good piece of equipment so yeah so uh should we go into shout outs shout out to this shout outs man okay so we have one shout out we want to make sure we get this out here um one of our he's our he's actually he's a friend of ours and he's just uh, been a huge supporter from the beginning uh huge shout out huge shout out to brandon jensen from bobbers and bullets Dude. yes he uh left a package on my door yeah which consisted of an adult, a delicious adult beverage, <laughs> yep. uh, some stickers, uh, and a KFC gift card. If <laughs> you yeah, listen to the podcast, <laughs> we were, you would understand the, the, the joke or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was really nice of him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I was excited about the KFC. Like, oh, snap, we, we, we yeah. good later, son. <laughs> so, one, so maybe yeah. one of these, like I said, bring over KFC. and Yeah. Yeah, we definitely want. To, I want to have him on because he's definitely, uh, and there's a lot of people want to have on here. It's just schedules and everything like that. And, you know, trying to get yeah. him on here, but we for definitely sure. got to make it work. Yeah, we, you know, it, you know, we didn't know. I think Stephanie, we like in that adult beverage box that he left us. It was open. He he didn't dig through it. He's like, okay, good, cool. We got some of this, you know, uh, Crown Peach. By the way, it's really good. That's what he left us. And he opened a box and he's like, dude, look what's in the box. We got some stickers. Some sweet stickers. Oh man, like which I, we'll put a picture we'll put of. A picture of, yeah, for sure. We got to get a hold of him and say we need to get more reproduction of those and get them out to some people. So yeah, and he also uh, left us a card. I'm gonna read the card real quick. This is from Brandon. It says, "Fellas, thank you for keeping it real and for creating this unique platform for everyone to ingest 
uh, tips, tricks, and all-around information involving wildlife and its natural habitation. I absolutely love your passion and dedication to the great outdoors that is expressed in every episode. Keep your barrels warm, lines tight, and as always, stay classy. I think that's going to be our, our, our exit line. I think that's going to be it. Keep your barrels warm, tight lines, and always stay classy. They, they, I like it. Well, Brandon, you just coined our, our exit phrase, and that's if we remember to say that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but we will. Uh, yeah, dude, thanks, man. It means more to you, more to us than you know, man. Like, you know, we we, we, we pushed through this. This is something we wanted to do and have fun with, and that's what we're doing. And, and to get response like that from you, man, it means a yeah, lot. Yeah, and the support that we have. Yeah, for sure, man. Any yeah. feedback, anything like anything that is like that. so much appreciated. Absolutely. Even if it's bad feedback, we'll take it. That's what, yeah. you know, yeah, we really do appreciate it, man. Thanks, Brandon. And, yeah, again, huge shout-out to you. And for you guys on it all, he runs a, a Facebook page called Bobbers and Bullets. Same thing, outdoors and fishing. And he's always – seemed like he was really into the fish. He got into yeah, the fish. Yeah, he's so huge he into him. the fishing. Yeah, he got in there, and you can't miss him. If you see a pontoon boat out there slaying fish and you ain't catching fish, pretty sure that's Brandon Jensen. Yeah. So, <laughs> for sure. Huge shout out to you, man. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts, man. And then, um, birthday shout out. Yep. Eric Lapua. Yeah. From the casting deck. Hell it's yeah. his birthday actually today. Yeah. What is he, 40? 45? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, <man. laughs> he, looks, he looks younger than me, so yeah, I yeah. can't. I'm not even going <laughs> to guess his age. Well, he's, you know. You, you Asians age age differently, so yes. <laughs> so <laughs> he he looks twenty one, but he's actually like fifty. But no, yes, <laughs> no, I'll explain. Like, uh, happy birthday to you, man! Hope it's a good one. Hope you had a good one. And also, uh, I want to say shout out to the casting deck. Hell yeah, uh, Garther Chung, um, Eric Lapua, and Mike Detoli. Hell yeah, man! You guys um, are awesome. All great guys. Uh, yeah. They've shown us support with our podcast. Yeah, um, and I always tune into theirs as well. Yep. Um, like I said, it's called the Casting Deck. Yeah. Um, if you like podcasts, uh, it's another good one to check into. Yeah, they always go live every Monday. I want yep. to say every Monday on their on their uh, Facebook page is called the Casting Deck Podcast. Yeah, another good one to another listen really to. Really good one, guys. Yeah. One of the handful that I personally like to listen to. Yep. Um, you guys might be interested as well if you if you listen to ours. Yeah, if you listen to ours, you'll definitely love theirs. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah, they do a really good job. They go live every. They, I think they they always go live, don't they? Yeah, they go live on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they like record it. I don't know if they do. I it don't know if they record it, but I know they can go back and watch it and stuff like that. Yeah, we actually we were. I don't know what episode we were on. I have no idea, but we we're we we're actually on there at one point. One of our Canadian fishing trips that we were up there. Yep. Yep. You know and. We went. Actually, twice. Once when we were up there, oh. and then we did that uh, Zoom video. That's right, yeah. Or whatever it was yeah, as yeah, well, for sure. yeah, which no. was fun. It was, it was fun, too. Yeah, it was pretty cool because, I mean, it was like a, uh, we went up to our house, and they, were, they treated us like we were family. I mean, it was good. Food, Food drinks. drinks. Yeah. And then we hung out, and we pretty much just yeah. hung out. We hung out, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, so huge shout-out to the Cats and Dick boys up there up in Canada. Hopefully the borders are open. We get up there and see you guys. I don't know what it's looking like. Yeah, man. it's hopefully they decide soon because I need to start making plans for my ice fishing trips. Yeah, no kidding. It's getting it's getting crunch time, and right now I don't, I don't know. We I don't know if I'm going to Canada this year. <laughs> if, if that's not happening, I can tell you. Um, um, well, I guess Montana, we... Four Peck, yeah, will be on my list. Yep. Also, Idaho, Cascade. Since it got canceled, yep. we were actually. Literally going to Idaho. We, yeah, we that's had right. everything planned, our lodging, yeah. all that stuff, and then 
our babysitter was like, no, that's not, I don't want to take your kids while right, you right. go. And then you come back, you might have it. So right. we just decided it was better not to go. So this year, for sure, I'm going. Yeah. I don't care what the circumstances yeah, are. We, I don't care if I got to bring my kids. Yeah, we got to figure it out. Because those perch, you know, it was funny. I made a TikTok video. I have a TikTok. Yes. I have a TikTok. It's Theopolis <laughs> Tea. I make a lot of cool fishing TikToks, I think. I don't know. I mean, they're doing pretty well. Anyways, but yeah, this guy up there hit me. He's like, dude, you got to come down to Cascade. I know. I want. Who are you talking to? I, some, uh, some one of the guys that follow me on there. Really? I, I, I don't know. Who, yeah, I don't know. There's a ton of good people out there yeah, that uh, fish it on a regular basis. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, I've gotten a lot of tips and advice from people like uh, uh, Brian Clum. He's yeah. got Clum Dog Outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Andy Fiolka fishes out there a lot. Right. Yeah. He's been featured on like in depth outdoors, outdoors and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had an awesome perch episode we, out there we, that was phenomenal if we can't if we can't get the winnipeg this year that's where we're going yes oh absolutely that's where 100%. we're going that's where we're going um so, yeah, yeah i look forward to it yeah hell yeah and if and if all else fails i mean i honestly kind of want to go east of us as well yeah you know it's funny i've i want to go to lake of woods just to say if i would love yeah i've never fished it ever i would like right. to go to lake of the woods as well and, just to uh, experience the whole thing out there and as long as the snow's okay because i mean last year they got pounded hard for snow i mean yeah but we didn't really have to leave the side of the state because we got it was like almost like a perfect conditioning it was perfect ice conditions on this side, on this side of the yeah. side of the state yeah i mean it was god i mean like it was uh minimal snow yeah and then, uh, well, I did get stuck out there at that one pothole. Like, but that was that was my own fault. But minimal snow, ice was good. I mean, I don't know. It was cold. It was thick. It was yeah. good ice. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's another thing that I look forward to. If we don't, if we don't get to go to Canada, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm going to reach out a little bit more right. with some more. You know, last year I was uh, exploring lakes in yeah. the southeastern part of the state that yeah. I had never fished. Um, yeah. I think I'm gonna do that again a lot this year. Yeah. Uh, take a couple of weekends and just go like rent a little cheap hotel in right. Jamestown yeah. or something and go down and try some of those other areas. Uh, like I'd like to get on Spiritwood. I would like to maybe try and put a Xander. That'd be nice. There, the there has to be more in there. There has to be. more Oh, there's got to there. be. I know there's right quite a few in there from what I'm told. Right. You know who was that old Xander? Uh, Sam uh, Sam Winter. Right. Yep. Cut the uh, North American record out of there recently. You know, recently. So there has there has to be more. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And catch them through the ice just to make just top it off through yeah. the ice too. Oh yeah. So I'd, I'd probably <laughs> I don't care how big it'd be. It'd be I don't care if wall. it was a ten inch or a, a twenty inch. I'd actually probably just get a replica. Yeah. I'd be the one and only replica. Yeah. Because I'm not a replica guy, as you know. Right. I, know I like. Right. right yeah. I like. You know, skin mount. Yeah. This. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, you know, depending on the fish, I definitely go replica too. Or it, it had to, it had to be a relatively small fish. Boy, replicas are expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I think I was quoted at twenty one bucks an inch for a replica. Whoop, yeah, whoop. it's yeah. expensive, <laughs> but expensive. at the same time, at the same like, time, with something like a Xander, where you're not gonna you're not probably gonna ever catch, catch one again. again. Right? You know, true. Very Put true. it back in the environment and get the satisfaction of. Being one of the few, yeah. especially through the ice. How many people do you have you heard? I, All the stories I heard of Xander being caught here yeah. were open water right. and midsummer yep. pulling live bait behind the boat. Right. I'd like to hunt them down on the ice and yeah, put one up through there, jigging one. That'd be nice with like a jig or a, a you know a spoon or yeah. You know, somebody's gonna be like, 
they're gonna challenge us once they hear this. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Keep us, keep our, keep our. Uh, if you do catch on one this winter, you post it. Post it for sure, because and then don't. Well, not gonna matter because people don't know you're gonna catch it anyway. So where you, where you caught it, you can't hide yeah. your spot. So no, there's two bodies <laughs> there's of water. Two bodies in North of water. So, it, so it's a fifty fifty chance. <laughs> yeah. So you might as well tell what lake is from. So <clears throat> yeah. Um, another thing we we'll talk about, guys. We're uh, myself and Stefan. Uh, we're actually doing something with the uh, hometown heroes. We're actually doing a legit blast and cast event for some veterans. Uh, essentially, first day, Stefan's gonna take some vets out, try to get some birds. And uh, waterfowl hunting. Waterfowl yep. hunting. Yep. Um, more than likely, I'm gonna be on that event with him with that one. And then the next day, following that, uh, Kellen Latin Dress with Latin Dress Guide Service and Dan Brasfield, we, like uh, he's one of our previous guests we had on air. Uh, I was gonna take him out fishing. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure where. Probably the tail race. I'm assuming. I'm not sure where, but at that time of year, there's gonna be a lot of good options. Be a lot I of was. Good options, right. I don't know exactly when I was quoted the around the 24th of October. Right. So that's right in that. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> fall yeah. fishing. So there's gonna be a lot of right. good yeah. areas. So um, don't quote me on these dates. I can't get to my phone right now. But the dates I want to say is the 23rd and the, the 24th. So, um, if you're out, if you're a veteran and you want to get in on this, head over to Hometown Heroes, uh, like their page, get in the group, and you'll see a, a post that Dan has made. All you have to do to get entered into this drawing as a veteran um, is go down there and type in Blast and Cast <coughs> under the comment section, and we'll put your name in the drawing. How fitting, uh, Blast and Cast? Yeah, no, how fitting, right? Yeah, so it just kind of worked out that way. So, uh, is that? Can I ask too? Is that for first responders or is that just vets? Or you know, I'm not. Work? I think first responders too. I'm not entirely sure, but I don't see why not. Head over there and check it out, guys. Um, you know, hometown heroes, man. We do a lot of stuff. You know, and if you're out of state, <clears throat> go look. Go. You know, if you want to be interned and you're a veteran, um, hotels covered. So yeah, we got you guys in that part. Uh, food too. You know, uh, get you guys some food. And, uh, yeah, so, again, head over to Hometown Heroes, um, go into their group, and you will be putting, if you can say, look for that post. It says uh, it's a trip announcement. We do random trip announcements, and me and Dan are setting up a, a true North Dakota blast and cast. Or you're hunting one day, fishing the next, yep. you know. So, um, and that's pretty common around here. Like, I think uh, one of my buddies on my Facebook, he actually, uh, he pulled a trifecta. He, he went duck hunting, shot a buck. Or you know, took it with his bow and caught some nice walleye. I mean, I don't, that's hmm. that's a hell of a weekend if you ask me, man. So, yeah. so, but yeah, head over there, guys. And um, if you're a veteran or first responder, head over to Hometown Heroes Outdoors. Uh, get yourself entered into that drawing. And if you want more information, um, hit hit us up on the Facebook page or message us, and uh, go from there. So, yeah, it should be a fun event, and hopefully everything. Hopefully, weather cooperates. Hopefully, all the wildlife cooperates. So I'm not so uh, personally. I'm not so much worried about the yeah, the weather or anything. Yeah, right. the only thing I worry about is uh, the crowds of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think I'm going to go stay out in a field that yeah. night to make sure we get it. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, it should be a good time, and mm-hmm. I look forward to helping out. Yeah, I mean, um, actually, do you have the Onyx app? Do you have that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. If you go northeast of Max, I'll, I'll give you the name. And you go out there, get out this um, uh, podcast. I'm not going to give out their name. But if you head out to northeast of Max, out in the windmill area, I'll give you the name. There's tons of cut wheat and cut soy. Everywhere. That's actually like my stomping grounds. 
And I have... Um, I've hunted that area since I was, uh, for waterfowl anyway, roughly since I was about eight years old. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I was about seven when I first got into it. And uh, most of it, uh, because we actually had a farm uh, in between, I would say, Sawyer and Max, like midway. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that area runs in my blood, I guess. Yeah, so if you're you're out there and need a field, I mean, just go out there, you know. And uh, I'll give you the name of what to look for in your Onyx map and then... Hit me up because I the guy's been helping me out a ton. I'll get to that in a second about my my hunting here recently, uh, but guy super cool farmer, know his wife super cool people, and the way he explained it to me was he's like yeah he's like yeah I don't mind you guys hunt I don't own the wildlife so yeah and a lot of those farmers yeah. are like that I've yeah. talked to a ton of people this year and they said the only thing they care about is people uh, tearing so up their fields. Up, right leaving shit behind that that doesn't belong there yep. any garbage or anything that basically wasn't there before yep um and uh tearing up the fields is the big thing yep um you know actually i had one farmer and what's what's funny i wanted to actually bring this up and while we're right here yeah, on the yeah, subject yeah. i'm just gonna do it yeah i had a farmer actually tell me instead of doing what the game and fish says the game and fish says water fowlers or if you're recovering a deer that when you drive out to the field that you should take one path in yep. one path out so that you're leaving the least amount of damage yes to the field itself uh which i actually and i've talked to a few farmers about this but this one in particular said absolutely do not take the same path twice or really? you will not hunt my land again really because what he said is in those areas you get a highway so in the morning you drive out to your spot then you drive back to park your trailer. Yep. Then you drive back out to pick up your decoys. Then yeah. you drive back out. So that's four times right. already just for one waterfowl hunt. You might have two vehicles. You know, usually I hunt with multiple people. Right, right. So you're going to have multiple vehicles, and that turns into double that. Well, you pound this dirt down after they've worked hard to keep their fields tilled and whatnot. Right, right. And it, and it I guess, uh, makes it harder for them to farm those areas interesting huh okay. um so maybe keep that in mind maybe yeah. drive two paths just don't you yeah. know and huh interesting just, okay. i don't i don't know that's yeah. maybe that's me but maybe i need to ask the farmer like what's the best way to do it because i mean I, that's actually a really good point and that's like makes a whole lot of sense with a little bit of bro science in there i totally <laughs> that i get man for sure that that makes a whole lot of sense you know so me, that's one area I've been kind of hunting. I've been taking the same path in, same path out. Same path in, same path out. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, that's a very is good Is it point. a crop field or what is it? Yeah, it's a cut soybean field. You know, oh, okay. I, I asked him, hey, can I drive on these again? Like, yeah, that's fine. But he said, uh, if it gets wet, don't drive it. I'm like, yeah, no, that I understand because I want to run it up. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. So. And that's, that's the biggest thing. If it rains, like, for instance, uh, Sunday we had a hunt set up uh, for a really awesome duck hunt, and mm-hmm. I found tornadoes of duck we're talking a few thousand wow yeah. uh and we actually decided to skip the hunt completely that day because it actually rained uh, in the morning it misted uh the field that we were going to hunt was a pea field which oh. is by far in my opinion the worst field that you could drive on while it is wet yeah. uh you know it's all pretty much dirt and mud um it's a little bit different like i know it didn't rain a ton that day yeah. uh so like driving in a weed field might be a little bit different uh but it would have just been like an ice skating rink on those right. peas and yeah. yeah you know after him saying i don't want my fields tore up i yeah. just we decided to say screw it we didn't go sunday we went monday instead yeah, 
Yeah. So yeah, right. well, just be respectful. Absolutely. So on that note, so what have you been up to, man, lately other than? Just pretty much hunting. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing a lot of spotting. Um, also been out, you know, I took uh, my nephew Aiden out for youth hunting. Okay. Yeah. Um, also been uh, getting in contact with old farmer uh, friends of mine in my deer hunting unit preparing for the deer season um, with uh, with all the deer I saw up there this year in my area. I just want to be prepared. They all post their land. Right. So if I get to it first and these guys say, hey, well, nobody else is going to be hunting it, right. that's a bigger chance of uh, my family and I filling our tags. So right. Right. Uh, prepping up for that. Uh, like I said, waterfowl hunting. I've been out uh, three, four times already now and uh, we were pretty successful they were really windy so the ducks didn't cooperate as much as we wanted yeah. uh but the geese did and that always makes for a great day especially nice. uh my buddy that i went with he's a he's a duck hunter he's not okay. a goose hunter yeah so he doesn't get opportunities to get limits of geese you know he'll go out and he'll shoot his limited ducks and maybe get a honker or two point. as like a bonus yeah yeah uh but the times that we went out it was kind of the opposite and uh a lot more meat right yeah, yeah, yeah me. for sure um but yeah uh that's pretty much it yeah a lot of a lot of spotting oh uh another thing uh i i wasn't exactly involved with i didn't help but uh shout outs to uh cody pardon oh cody uh hey, he up, cody? hit me up on facebook and tagged me in a post about a bull okay that had been running around this area and the guy wanted it to yeah. be harvested and uh it was a pretty nice bowl so i got in contact with the landowner i got in contact with uh my good friend tanner merkel's father okay. uh, brian merkel and uh got them two in communication and uh he made it happen he filled his oh, once in a lifetime nice. moose, oh, hell yeah. uh, with nice. a real with a really nice bowl nice okay, um yeah. he's he got a video of it i'll see if I'll ask him if it's okay. I uh, posted one out. If not, I'll share it. Yeah. Uh, but he dropped it with his crossbow. I think he said it like 40-some yards. Wow. And the thing walked like 20 steps and keeled over. Nice. Like done. Nice. Uh, beautiful. Huh. So congratulations to uh, Brian Merkel hey, congrats, on man. the hunt of a lifetime. And that's what... And what she kind of alluded to, man, man, it was farmers and everybody working together, hunters and farmers working together. To yeah, everybody. Together. Like, everybody worked. Uh, another hunter contacting me and yeah. then me contacting a landowner, me contacting the hunter hunting yeah. the actual bull. So, I mean, it was like a big chain. So thank right. you to everybody that helped out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's nice to especially help him out. Uh, he has bad shoulders. so That's why you got that boat. Right. Yeah, yeah, you had to have the crossbow. So yep. it was nice to... Help him get on a big one. Hell yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it, it, it's stuff like that makes makes our hunting community great. You know, yeah. You know, it does like everything else. A few bad apples in there, but for the most part, that's yeah. that's what we kind of strive for, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Uh, and yourself. And myself. Yeah. Well, I just kind of been. Um, I have not been fishing. I've been fishing like once or twice, but I've been Same. obsessing with bow hunting. But I'll get to that later. So, anyways, I. Um, no, I just been you know lots of deer preparation lately. Lots and lots of I'll, I'll get into it. Lots of bow hunting preparation. I think that's pretty much what's been on my mind. Other than been working, I've been doing a lot of work too. I uh, got salesman of the month again four times in a row for September, uh, and then I'm going. To, I'm already starting off the month strong here in October. So woohoo! So 
having fun with that. Anyways, but yeah, for the most part, um, I've been pretty much hunting. Uh, last uh, This fall past Saturday was youth opener for Pheasant. Um, and Pheasants of the Future, huge shout out to you guys. You get, they put on an event every year for youth on uh, some plots land. They kind of like, uh, they, they manage and uh, I guess sponsor, I guess. They have a couple different uh, areas of, for plots. And what they do is, uh, they the night before, they'll release hundreds of birds. I, I want to say like 200 birds or something like that into this area. 200 roosters in a couple different areas. And what they do is, the first people out there will be the, uh, the kids out there hunting. Obviously, I have all their volunteers and parents come out and some people have dogs and, and it's right there for the youth. They give a whole kind of a quick safety, a gun safety presentation and how to handle their guns and where, when to shoot and when not to shoot and make sure everybody's safe. Um, you can even warm up a little bit with a, a little area for clay pigeons and stuff like that. So it's all around great event. They have a couple grilling out a couple hot dogs here and there and stuff like that. But a really great event. So um my my youngest daughter went out and sh- she was out there and walked with us, um, and then I had my two stepsons there out there walking with us too as well. They went out there and shot some birds, and I had a really good time doing that. It was my first time of the year. My had my dog out there and he did excellent. I couldn't be much more prouder than ever because he worked his butt off, got a, got a couple kids, a couple little limits for them, and yeah, I couldn't be more prouder than uh, a dog dad, I guess you would say. Yeah, so yeah. And he, for if you guys don't know, he has a, he's a German short hair pointer, lots of energy, lots of energy, and uh, lots of energy. So, so he was he was pretty excited to be, get out the first time this year, and uh, and it's pretty cool watching him because like you know I was talking like I was talking to you earlier is just like over the years I've had him I watch him get better and better and better. Mm-hmm. My first year with him was a complete shit show. <laughs> so he I think he ate every piece of bird shit, rabbit shit that was out there, and sniffing everything, chasing deer and chasing deer beds and like oh what's this you know yep second year was kind of a little less of that but then like this is the third year of actually third season hunting and boy he he's on it like he was i mean god he was he was on it i posted a video of him pointing on a bird and uh yeah that was pretty 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 cool pretty cool event and it only gets better only yeah i know i can't wait to see how he gets better and better but yeah he's a he's a damn good hunter and uh can't be proud of more proud of him and then uh, of course kids out there everybody shooting birds and Got, all the kids had a great time. The parents were thankful. So, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty good time doing that. That's an awesome thing they do. So, yeah. Um, so, I know I've been getting a lot of messages <laughs> about I had posted something about how I got the sheriff's calling me. I'm going to call this my Karen story I had dealt with. So, uh, well, I'll kind of back it up here. So, anyways, this is actually my first season bow hunting. So, you know, from the get-go, you know, I, I make sure I did all my things right, you know. Um, found some land that I possibly might have some deer on it. Got permission from the, the farmer or the person that owns it. And that part was great, too, because um, um, a lady I work with at, at Ryan Nissan, I know her husband was a farmer. I had talked about it, you know, over, you know, over time. I'm like, well, maybe she might have some land I possibly, you know, can can uh, can hunt on. And I asked her, and she's like, yeah. This, I was like, yeah, I'll see why not. Let's talk to my talk to my husband. So she gave me, she gave me his information, and I called him, and he was more than happy to let me hunt on his land, which is pretty, I mean, like, he was... I mean, okay, cool. And I set up a time with them to, to meet up with them to kind of show me the lay of the land. What, which what I didn't expect, essentially, he almost rolled out the red carpet for me. As soon as I get to his house, he invited me inside their house. He already, at his table, had, like, a like a map of, like, area of shots of, like, the area of his land that I can hunt. Mm-hmm. And he talked about here and certain things and what he does, you know, just like, here you can hunt here, this, this, and this. Talked about the neighbors, how they feel about stuff. Give me the whole rundown. 
And on top of that, he's like, okay, cool, let's go take a drive. He hopped in his, me and my wife hopped in his truck. We went down, and he gave me the whole lay of the land. He's like, hey, visual. the yep. visual. So I was like, wow. <clears throat> like, it was so cool. I mean, the guy was super cool. He's like, yeah, we're, we're doing, a, this is my land over here. You can hunt over here, here, and here. This, this coolie goes this far this way. This is abandoned over here. There's tree rows over here. I see deer all the time over here, here, and here. Like, you couldn't get any better than that. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. This is super awesome. Okay, cool. So uh, from there, I just kind of came up. I had my in my game. I had an, already, had an idea, like, where I want to hunt. And so, um, and but there's one particular area. There's a, a road that kind of dips down, and there's a coulee that probably stretches about a, a few miles to the north. And then just maybe, like, a quarter mile to the west. Well, the quarter mile from the west from the or south to the south, I mean, to the road, wasn't his, but that coolie anything going north or, uh, yeah, north, it, yeah, coolie runs north to south. Anyways, coolie going north, he owns all of that, and then the coolie going running to the south, that little piece right there, where and there was a house that sits on top there, which is whatever, you know. Um, but on top, kind of where the top of the coulee is on the road is, there's uh, a couple of different parking spots. Well, I don't know. I didn't really think about this, but it was harvest season, which which was kind of my fault. I shouldn't have parked there. But anyways, um, so the very first day, I parked down essentially the easiest place to access this coulee was kind of at the bottom of the road, which I should have thought about because it's kind of dangerous. If somebody were coming over the hill, they would, you know, they would hit my truck. I didn't really think about that. So that's my fault. Anyways, the first day, um, normally if I'm walking the field, I leave my keys in the truck. Just because I don't want to lose losing anything, right? I don't know if anybody else does that or not, but that's what I do. Anyways, so uh, that first day I left my keys in the car, whatever. I left my truck unlocked. I'm out in the middle of nowhere, essentially. Like, who's going to go out there, right? Yeah, nobody. Nobody's going to go out there. So uh, me and my wife, we go out there and we go survey the coulee, set up a camera, whatever, come back. Didn't think any of it. Got my truck, left, whatever. And then... I would say, so a couple of nights later, uh, like, hey, cool, I'm going to go check my game cams out. So we go back to the same area. We park in the same at the bottom of the of the, of the road there, at the bottom of the hill, kind of at the bottom. We go. It was kind of, it was getting dark, but, you know, we walked over. By the time we got to our spot, checked the game camera, and sort of head back, it was, it was pretty dark out. Um, as I was walking back to my truck... I, you can kind of see that there's like lights flashing, like the, like the, like blinker lights are flashing, and the headlights are on, and is at my truck. And I was just like, oh, that, that's kind of weird. Like whatever. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, well, they're probably seeing that my truck's there, and they're probably like, hey, what's going on? That's like that's why I'm like, oh, kind of figuring, but like whatever. We're on our way back anyway. So me, and my wife, make me, and my wife, and my stepson, we make it back up to my truck, and there was a lady there. You can hear her. She's like calling for her dogs or something like that. And there was another gentleman. That's kind of with a younger younger kid in another vehicle. And we get up there and she's like, immediately, immediately, as soon as I get up to him, I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, hey, is this your truck? I'm like, yeah, it's my truck. And, you know, she's like, you shouldn't park it here. And she's just immediately kind of embraced me. It's like, you couldn't park it here. You know, it's, it's combine season. You, you know, almost like, oh, oh, like immediately, like right off the bat, no introduction, nothing. I'm like, I'm like oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, my fault. Shouldn't have done that. She's like, yeah, there's an approach up there. You can park up there. That's where I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, okay, sorry. So like, I didn't, and, and I'm like, okay, I apologize. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. And then she goes on and like right off the bat, you know, she goes, I don't know what's going on here. So I call the sheriffs. I'm like, she's like, this is the second time I've seen this truck here. The first time I noticed that there was a black case on the, on the, uh, 
on my dash, which is I have a Pelican case. For, I keep my cameras in there mm-hmm. just to keep them safe. Yep. I didn't know what was going on. I thought it might have been weapons or something like that. So I opened up and went in your went in your truck. I was like, you went in my truck? I was like, what the fuck? And at that time, my wife's purse is in there too. She's like, yeah, there's a person there. I kind of went in to see what's going on, see if it was abandoned or not. I'm like, so you just go in random people's trucks? I didn't say this in my head. I'm like, what the? I'm like, at this point, I'm, th- I'm already, I can, in my, in my thought process, this can go really bad. We're trying to keep this like really cool at this moment because at this moment she's wrong at this point. Yes. And I was like, she's like, I went through and I was, just, I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was suspicious, so I called the sheriff's, you know, called you know Ward County out here to see what's going on. I think it was Ward County or whoever sheriff. I'm not sure what county I was in, but she's like, I called him out here to see what's kind of checking everything. I make sure everything's okay. And I'm like. I'm like, yeah, everything's okay. Like, why'd you go say, I just want to make everything's good? Because I don't know what's going on here. I don't know who you are. I'm like, well, I got permission from, you know, so-and-so to hunt this land. Do you know them? Yeah, I know them. I'm like, okay. Like, she's, like, aggressive. Like, like yeah, I know who they is. And she's giving me, she's keeping her distance. She's looking at me, like, kind of funny. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Um, so, at this point, I'm like, I'm like, okay, maybe I should introduce myself. So, I reach out and go and shake her hand, right? And immediately, she pulls back, like, both hands in the air. I don't know what's going on here. Like, refuse to shake my hand. Hmm. I'm just like, okay. So, so I turn to the other gentleman, the younger kid. I was like, hey, I'm Theo. So and so, hey, how's it going? Cool. And he goes, just totally cool kid. Yeah. You know. And he's like, and he goes, yeah, he probably shouldn't have parked here. I'm like, yeah, I know, it's my fault. You know, whatever like that. And then at the at this time, she's like, when I got up there, she was like calling her dogs, looking like I know what she was trying to do, but her dogs are being dogs and not listening to her clearly she has no control over her dogs she was trying to get her dogs to search her property like calling them back i don't know what she was doing but i knew what she was doing but she was failing miserably at it it was it was i in my head i'm like i see you're, you're trying to search for somebody on your property but your dog's running and listen all they're doing is barking and being assholes right yeah and she goes i have two big german shepherds out here i just want to let you know that i'm like okay well i'm not afraid of dogs there's just german shepherds like whatever i was like there's one you know in my head i'm like i respect dogs i'm not afraid of them but i respect them you know it's like whatever but it's like i'm not afraid of your dogs you know whatever like that and and i couldn't I, at this moment i'm like i'm having a caring moment right right now like holy yeah. shit like she went i'm not even on her property like she's on the road we're not gonna nobody's property she's not no right to be where i'm at she has it, it's just it's just I don't know what she was doing out there. She's just being nosy, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Uh, and and, this, and, there, and then she kept saying, like, I don't know what's going on here. She refused to shake my hand, refused to do anything like that. I'm trying to, like, just introduce, be cool there. She refused to do any of that. So, and then at this point, she goes, she goes, you could be doing anything out there. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, well, I'm not on your property or anything like that, you know. But, you know, don't worry. I'm not hiding any bodies back over there. And, like, you know, so I just kind of making it, made a joke. I'm not hiding any bodies back over there, you know. And she looked at me with this death, deathly look like she was, like, I was about to kill her. Like, she thought I was, she thought I was legitimately hiding bodies over there. But that farmer, that, the young farmer that was there, he thought it was funny. I looked at my wife. Ashley, she had her hands on her face like, oh, my God, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I can't believe you said that. She's like, <clears throat> she's like, I get your humor, but I don't think she does. And I was just like, yeah, probably. Yeah. And then I never shook this lady's hand. She just continued to just kind of like, you know, you shouldn't do out here. It's like, well, I'll call the police off, but you know, you shouldn't park down here. This, this, and this. I'm like, I'm like, I like, okay, my bad. Like seriously, like, I, you know, I could have made that situation a lot more worse. I could have said, no, leave the cops come here right now, and you can tell them why you went in my vehicle. 
But I didn't because I knew immediately what was going on. I hate to say this, but yeah, she was fucking racist. Like, she refused to shake my hand. She refused to acknowledge whatever was going going on. And it was just like... Which is messed up. Right. But I do want to say, like, you got to realize, like, she probably doesn't see many... She probably doesn't. Any people of any color besides her own. Right. In those areas. You know what I mean? Because it's not too often... That you actually see a black gentleman out in the field that, doing what you do on a regular basis. Right, right. You know what I mean? Let alone right. but, any right. anybody. But here's the flip side, though. That young farmer kid, totally cool. See, and that's yeah. a different generation. See, yeah. he, he may have went to school right. with... But, but she wasn't that much older than me. She wasn't that much... She was maybe... Okay, much older. I would say maybe like 20. Maybe... maybe like, she was older. I would say maybe in her late 50s, maybe. Really? Late 50s. Huh. And, and, and the funny that thing that makes was, it unusual. And, and, and to put more to that, she had veteran plates as well on as well too on her on her really? SUV. And so that, then she should be around diversity if she was seen, a veteran. She's seen my veteran plates right there too. I had yeah. veteran plates on my no. truck. I'm just saying. All, yeah. I'm just saying. You know, some of the older generation, right. some of the older farmers, they they don't experience diversity like like us younger generations right. where it's all over. Some of them like. For instance, uh, my grandparents right. uh, that I was married into, right. uh, they lived on a farm, and I will say that yeah. I felt like they were kind of racist. Yeah. They knew I had um, African American people in my in my family, my right. cousins, right. and uh, they they acted weird towards them. Yeah. But they grew up secluded on a farm. Right. And this is what they were taught all their life. They were never taught that that right. is wrong right. to treat other people that way. You know what I mean? And right, they right. didn't that, they didn't even right. ever get to experience it. But if she was if she was military a I don't know if she was military, but she had veteran tags on her plate. So which she, means she was a vet. Which Or mean, maybe it was her husband. Maybe either way, she's if her husband or her were, were military They div- experienced diversity, diversity big time. Because big, big the time. military is probably the most diverse, diverse people in our country. <laughs> right. So like I said, I'm this whole situation. I'm just second. I mean, it can, I can have made this whole situation so much worse. No, you handled it perfect. I, I, I thought I did. You no, know, but a lot of people are like, well, you should. I'm like, well, no, I handled it perfect only because the the people's land I was hunting them. You know, I don't want to make them. I'm represent. Essentially, I was representing them. Them, yeah. Because they gave me permission on the whatever like that. Yep. And no, that's perfect. And what you sucked about it was is because my wife had experienced that. And then my stepson had to experience what she was doing. She didn't say anything derogatory towards me, but the way she was acting—that's all it takes. You don't have yeah. to say anything. She doesn't have derogatory. to say anything. She gave me this. She gave. She looked at me like a. She did this. Just, just her not yeah. shaking your hand. She refused to shake was my disrespectful hand. Disrespectful in itself. Refused to shake my hand. I could not believe it. I was just like, "Wow, are we? Are we really like?" Imagine this right now? how her sons or whatever. Imagine yeah. how they felt yeah. when. You know, they go to shake your hand, and then she acts. Yeah, but that, I don't know if that guy was related to her, though. He was just another farmer up there, and I guess he kind of helped her out. He's kind of like, hey, what's kind of oh, going like a on? a hand or something? Yeah, because I know he was, uh, there was a farmer, there were combining fields just southwest of where we're at. Okay, yeah. And he was out there kind of like, hey, what's going on? Because she's obviously on the road searching around. He probably She probably flagged him down, but he was totally cool. He was, like, probably one of the coolest dudes. He was yeah. just like, oh, yeah, hey, whatever. But you imagine know. how he felt. When she right. was treating you that way, right? You know, he had to have been like, "What the fuck, dude?" Right? Yeah, you know, like right. And that's the first time in my 15 years in North Dakota that I've ever experienced anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like it wasn't. God, yeah, it was just crazy because like she refused to shake my hand. Like she gave me this look. Like she re- like blatantly refused. 
Yeah. Like, put her hands up. And like, that's messed up. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. And it there's, there's no excuse any yeah. age. Right. All I was just asking is kind of like, you know, some people's backgrounds. Right. Know, like I said, they're not, right. they right. don't experience it. But if if she was younger, then how, how does she not I don't know. experience that besides choice, which makes it even worse? Right. And, and to go through your vehicle... That's when I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, she like even, that's your personal. She, she even said it. She's like, yeah, we went. Th- I went through it yesterday. And I didn't see anything.
Oh, <laughs> 
Yeah. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.